0: 200 metres from Midnight Glow, then Night Sun, Highland Blaze, Dunwoody, 100
1: metres to go, three quarters now elect Midnight Glow, and Dunwoody, a big staying performance, is going to hold on and win the ledger.
2: Welcome to Bet Doctor behind the curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm up and about. It's Bull Week. How can you not? How bloody good is the Bull?
3: Johnny Walters with me. I would rather. I don't know. You can just write your own ticket. You couldn't get me there for any money, anything. It'd have to be a family like hostage situation to get me to that joint.
2: Next year I'm gonna take you then. Yeah.
3: But you didn't even go on your horse won then one of the major races. What are you talking about?
2: Well, next year. Next year I'm gonna go down. Next
3: year. You Try and go, go back down. to back. Unbelievable. Yeah, I was Don't too scarred know. from the year before.
4: How are you boys in Melbourne? Yeah, good. I'm let's I wish we were down at the well, I'm over me bull FOMO, Goes so I've FOMO mo- Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday. And Wednesday, I'm pretty happy. I'm sort of back here, and today, I'm especially knowing how you feel on a Thursday morning down there after a big three or four nights on the drink. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty happy to be here now. But uh, would have been good to be down there for a couple of days, Nico. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, you know, st- watching those jump races
1: is always good, but it's been tough to find a winner. Um, haven't really sort of hit the ledger there. So I've uh, got a few few to come today. Hopefully, we can get something out of. But um, nah, it's been tough going just with the the way that track's been and uh, the heavy conditions, obviously. Um, I think it's more of a, a social event these days than a punting event. Yeah,
4: exactly, sure. yeah, exactly. Catch up with all the people in the industry. That's what, that's what you miss, catching up with people mm. and socialising and seeing people, especially, um, yeah, when you're post-COVID and things like that. But uh, can't believe it. Scoot yours. Awesome. I mean, how big? Britannicus. Massive. First up. First up into the Briley, wasn't it? It's huge. It's, uh, well, I'm trying to keep a lid on it because
2: I'll tell you what, he's got a lot of fitness improvement to come through that one and I guess he's always sort of been a run behind all, all prep and – Big roll of the dice for Simon Wild and uh, just shows what a trainer he is. He absolutely trained to the second. I'll tell you what, another 100 metres would have been um, very, very dicey there and even the last 200, I should have filmed it in here. I was an absolute mess and a wreck and no surprise BZ hit out the back and didn't want to look like an imbecile but... Um, he, it was just a gun ride. Like Aaron Carew just took the gap that sort of half wasn't there. A couple of boys in Sydney, they reckon that uh, Carew should have got life and uh, they're obviously on Flying Agent, but um, ballsy ride from Flying Agent to uh, set the tempo and it's always tricky there. But it just went to script from the wild yard. They, said, they basically said how they were going to ride this horse and the whole plan just come off to an absolute T and uh, Aaron Carew steer around that uh, jump that cost us, that, uh, the, the double yeah. dirt. Um, yeah, it was was the difference and yeah it's it's just amazing so i think he's going to go to uh, Sandown, and he's got a couple of really good races ahead of him as long as the tracks stay dry and that was the other real blessing i suppose we will do a little, a little bit of luck after i guess last year it's probably our own fault last year but um another 30 minutes or 40 minutes later the track's too wet for us and we would have been a duffer in the wet and flying agent would absolutely uh bolted in so yeah, it's good to have the luck and uh, I think the boys were all pretty wounded and uh, they celebrated as hard as they could. So fantastic and what a story. Um, I think we tried to buy a derby horse initially and Cam Cook couldn't find one because we got priced out of it over at Karaka, And he said, why don't you jump into this... Uh uh, horse uh, Britannicus we think he's pretty handy over the sticks and I think Gay Waterhouse tried to buy it and we sort of got up uh, up under a skirt and we um, jumped into uh, a couple of I think Gerald Ryan's cousins or they were, they were sort of half keen or got a whiff that this horse was half decent and uh, I think we just pinched it off Gay so it was good to get one over Gay and Robbie that's for sure.
3: He probably won more off it yesterday <laughs> than he won off in his career He just you never get one over. Robbie, and uh, as much as you say, BZ was hiding out the back, not making an ass of himself during the coverage. He's, he's made up for it since. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he has too. But uh, that was the best part, DK. Like just to, I guess, to share the love with all the boys. Like there's just so many of us in this horse, and uh, I think we're going to rendezvous for a bit of a party uh, when we do the stream uh, s- next Saturday. Speaking
4: well, the horse, having said that, it looked like there's only one owner down there. I mean, Marshy was there, but uh, BZ front and centre. And then, uh, and then that who was on the blow? Someone on Twitter got him a ripper on the dance floor. Desnick guy. Oh, Desi, yeah, Desi, Desi. yeah. <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a follower of the show. He's a great on, on or whatever. On oh, very funny. roller on the river. Yeah,
2: I think that that'll be turned into a uh, a meme, and he uh, won't be able to live that one down. So, at
3: least it's a happy memory. It's not a. It's not a, <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad one to be cast by. Mm,
2: great experience, and uh, just goes to show you can uh, you can you know. Get a horse for you know twenty thirty grand and they can become a superstar. Well, he's good. He's our superstar and uh, maybe we will have to take him to uh, Nakayama, the uh, Japan jumps. State State. Next, <laughs> we might have to share the float and uh, the bill with uh, Stern Idol. I think he's probably a more valid customer. But um, hope, who knows? case you
3: get hard, Gra- hard tracks at least over there?
2: Grand mm-hmm. Annual next year. We might back him up after the briar, but uh, uh, very exciting. Enough about uh Britannicus, but uh, DK, another yep. horse that uh, might be uh suited or going to the jumps later in his career was uh just the casual 100 one winner that you threw out last week's show. Done, Woody, please,
4: DK. Oh, aren't um, are blinkers wonderful things, Nico? Uh, I mean, on hindsight, uh, the blinkers on that horse and then blinkers uh,
2: and
1: intent,
4: Jay Child. well, Jay Childs, yeah. was Jay Childs replacing L King and uh, up to his roger right, with the blinkers on, he's just outstayed him. Like he got him rolling in front rather than having to chase from midfield, which he'd done prior. And um, yeah, there it was the the beautiful, the wonderful blinkers, yeah, Jay Childs
1: watching the race for like eight hundred hours. Like this thing is just going to keep kicking. Like there was no doubt it was not going to stop. Um, and he rode
4: it to keep kicking, didn't yeah, he?
1: So th- that was um, a bit sick for us who we were, we were on scoot. scooter. Oh, on Blaze, I think, he was just coming was, home down, down the sick,
4: outside. Was sick because you got beat by it's a big odds chance. Yeah, it wasn't sick because you didn't have your chance, huh? And and just course, hand it up. So Carly, hand it up.
2: Well, it did like it, not, nothing wanted to lead early, and Carlene could have anchor drop. She could have done lots of things. She That's led what she did the last older start horses. And they ran
4: straight past it. She's mm. tried something different today out in trips. She does to take cover. She led the other day, and they went straight past it. Older horses, different scenario. They come home twenty below or something. Like you can, can't 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 blue about not being able to run down a winner who comes home twenty below. It, like.
2: It's already been to the three thousand meters though, DK. It had that edge over the rest of its rivals, and then it, here it is at steamy home. I don't
4: know, like they had. No, no, I, I no, just Jackson, couldn't Jackson, believe Jackson that Jackson Palo, had it. He, he, he didn't like you having a shot in him, Scoot. Yeah, well, you're not allowed, allowed to. The, tr- the trainer. He took offence. He said, "Hang on there, Turbo. Hang on." <laughs>
2: Mm, there was a couple go after me, but uh, I felt like Walt actually. That's, don't that's go him. after
3: Nash. <laughs> I've learnt that. Can't go, go after, after Nash, Nash. And <laughs> then
2: Joe Pride. You've been
3: ruffling him what up. About that, I didn't even try. See that jobs, one coming. So I gave him a rap, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm facing some bloke that I'd muted, and then oh, I don't know. I just Joe likes. <laughs> Joe's always got many sights.
2: We love opinions, and we need more of them And the ban is good for the game, as long as you keep it uh, fair and I guess um, reasonable. Yeah, mm. pretty civil, and uh, I don't know. I think you're allowed to talk tactics, and I think. Uh, it's just frustrating when a horse has got the potential lead and they sort of don't push forward. There was a horse uh, earlier in the week, Swift Charm. They push forward, they win a race, and uh, I think there was a bit of commentary about that. The Nash ride. If a horse settles back, it's it's fair game. Like if they get held up, those sort of things are going to happen. Like, but when a horse, I guess, doesn't go forward, it's sort of a different argument altogether. So I think Nash is entitled to call that. Call that bird out. I don't know who she was. I don't but-
3: think it's a bird either. It's a serial like lunatic that attacks people and deactivated the account one second after. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Not a real it's, thing. A, it's, it's an anonymous account regardless. So how would you know what or who it is? But, um, yeah, I think the anonymous account's too are, are uh, more entitled to have shots fired back at them than the the people that put their opinion and face on show.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I think it, I think uh, Richie Irvine sums it up. If you don't have your name to your account, you're just not worth a pinch of it. Uh, Nico, a bit, a bit of a uh, pat on the back for you. Toronto Terror is a good one. Uh, you guys read that like a book. And then uh, Walt, you on Wrathful, uh, gee whiz. Some ride, but uh, the horse was just too good anyway.
3: Yeah, they come home pretty slow, but... um. Yeah, it would have it would have been a tragedy beaten had he not had he not got there. I did ask um, how he was feeling after he got back to and uh, I think the, the trainer met him with some stern words of thank goodness that made the, <laughs> that made up that the grounder did because I think they'd uh, they were all the whole team were on the they'd got a horse home at Musselbrook the day before I think they were counting on the uh, the result in a lot of a number of ways
2: outstanding stuff something. so I sent that uh one out as a uh, as a moral so if you did, couldn't back a winner off the show last week uh you, your ears are being painted on something that's uh was a bit sneaky on day one of the bull i don't like this when i um i see big i guess corporate and governance type people roll out news on a friday or day one of the bulls just an absolute um perler but racing victoria uh there's a uh there's a graphic up on the screen now. They've, um, they're they're going to increase the POC tax ten to fifteen percent, starting in 2024. I spoke to Tristan during the week. He was just like, "Oh, great! It's going to start in two weeks' time, or at the end of the month, or the end of fin year." It's good that they're not starting until next year. But racing New South Wales, when they push up their changes in the past, they've said to the bookies, "Righto, starting in two weeks' time, or you know, we we just want that now." So. We talk about this a l- little bit. Well, I guess we'll give um, DK and uh, Walt uh, a bit of the floor, but uh, it's disgusting in, in, in my eyes. I can see the government are just sort of trying to take every penny they can and I sort of mentioned this stallion tax and I did have a look at the, uh, the Wolf Den interview with John Masara, and he was crying poor and said that uh, breeders couldn't afford stallion tax. I found that remarkable. I had a look at uh, Snitzel, one of his stallion's fees, and I think in between the years of uh, 2019 and 2020, I think Snitzel covered about 150 to 170 mares that year and if they only paid half of their advertised stallion fee of a couple hundred thousand, they would have needed 16 million alone for that the 2019 year and then again in uh, 2020 it would have been another like 15 or 17 million and then if they had a paid full price, you can double that figure again. So that's just two years, one stallion. This bloke's got 10 stallions on his roster and he's telling me that you can't make any money out of breeding because they own half the horses and they race after those absolute spell from john massara and that content from the wolf den great interview fluffy interview with john massara but i tell you what punters are just getting reamed left right and center and these guys that have got stallions like i'm invincible someone uh, i think that's sean pariah tweeted out it's they're just creating a secondary gambling market in the breeding game and it's murky as hell. And some of these stallions are fetching a hundred thousand to up to, you know, three hundred thousand a serve. It's absolutely disgusting. And we just get beaten pillar to post, the little guys that are trying to have their 20 bucks each way. It's just sickening. That's my rant. Walt or DK, who wants to go first?
3: Johnny Massara, it's been more on Brill Cream each year than I spend feeding my family, I reckon, so I don't <laughs> think how he could cry poor over anyone. Head of Racing Australia there for a while, so what did he do to help anything? Not a lot. He ran away. I don't know why. Um, I'll get out of the way. I just, I'm sick of talking about it because it feels like a, a, a close relative that's uh, addicted to something um, that you're watching slowly die and... And waste away, and, and get onto heavier things, and and uh, and no one's noticing or doing anything about it. Um, it seems to me like the government's now the one driving the taxes forward, and to me, you're fighting a losing battle unless someone, you know, in, in our industry who has a lot of pull gets involved, because uh, you know they, they're not going to stop. You can see they've got these huge huge uh, deficits to to recover following COVID. Um, Unfortunately, maybe because we were the shining light through COVID that that kept on. You know, everyone was sitting at home, had more disposable income. They weren't doing anything. They spent it on gambling. Uh, the government sort of had it up in lights as the as the next um, saviour for all their their problems, and they're just going to tax us into oblivion. Um, no one's standing up against them. Uh, for them to come out and champion it and say, "Oh, we're getting a little bit more out of this as an and as an industry," and not um, be honest about the the other side of the coin and, and what it's going to do um, potentially is um, is really sad so uh, I just can't see anyone standing up against them I don't know what what's going to come of it I I just feel like you know everyone says I wear a bit of a tin hat a lot and I do get um, you know negative towards this a lot but it's it's um it's it's just something that I can see changing the whole industry I can see trainers not surviving I can see you know a lot of punters already walking away. Um, it's not going to be the same product in five to ten years time for mine, and I'm, you know, worried about what it's going to become.
4: Mm. You're invested heavily with your own business in it, DK. Yeah, I think I think one of the problems is, um, you know, the, the size and scale of sports bet and the like, Tane and these sort of groups. So they look at it and they've, what they record last year, pulled 316 million out of profit out of, uh, in their report out of Australian sport out of their sports bet business or Flutter have. And then they look at that and they say, oh, they can afford another, you know, another 5% on top of that. They can pull that. And then Tain had 100 million. Well, they can absorb it. That's why they've got so big of the scale. But you look at listening to Tristan. Tristan was on with the ramples the other week saying it's untenable betting on um, Victorian racing at the moment with the fee structure. And now he's got another 5% on top with Poctex. Mm-hmm. Like if it was untenable before, what now for those middle tiers? And then you've got all those little bookies who just, try, as you said, they're, they're pulling tricks with the problem gamblers and things like that. So... But it's not um, the bookies that are copping
3: it, DK, it's us, isn't it? Like they're passing it on oh, to us as much as they can. Well, exactly. And, um, how, how, how's it be biggest, for, mm. if,
4: if you wanna if you wanna punt on it going forward, like it's tough enough. It's nearly hard enough now, and it's you know, it's yeah, look, we could look like I said, baby, we could get here and rant and rant and rant, but you know, I'm like, Well, I'm, I'm nearly, I'm nearly tapping out. what well, what can you say? It's just nothing's the not, taxes never get wheeled back. You know, once they're in, they're in. They get addicted, everyone gets addicted to the revenue. So then what happens is someone's gotta pay. Exactly. The only and thing already, that's going to
3: change it is some sort of huge disruption to the whole show, and I don't know what where that would come from or, or what it's going to look like. There's
4: a new person that's… turnover's soft already. What? Exactly. Like I I, I, I went to the Bet, the Betfair launch there at the autumn. It sort of went over my head a bit because Amy Amy, who's the CEO of Betfair, was asking me, "Oh, how, how are you seeing liquidity and and whatnot?" And she goes, "Oh, turnover's soft. You know, we don't you know if it's just a little post COVID slump or something." And it sort of went over my head, but she did look a bit worried. You know that, oh, well, maybe you know. And have a look now. Now, now, what's going to happen? How the they're, they're business this, still? This oh, to no idea. Look, it's going to be ten percent to bet on Victoria on betfair commission. No, nothing Guar- sure
3: Guaranteed, guaranteed. Minimum ten percent. Yeah, they've actually gone harder with most things, most taxes. So, I think they'll try and keep it to ten. But it's going to be minimum ten. You would say
2: it's amazing. Guys like Tim Costello's come out and said that the the rate should be higher, and the racing industry shouldn't get any like the revenue like. How braindead yeah, is it's that like You go to
4: hospitals, like it's like all the money. Don't spend it on footy in Tassie. Spend in hospitals. That's, as Eddie, Eddie said last night, it all comes from different budgets. Okay, all different budgets. There's a, there's a housing budget. There's a homeless people. There's there's the social social budgets and everything. It's all completely different. I mean, they've got no idea. Then I mean, why they went to him for a comment? Like seriously, why would you go and ask Tim Costello about POC tax? Like seriously. Yeah, the yeah gr- and ask to, him to, how
3: many people are employed by the racing industry Australia wide. Ask him some, you know, about the industry that he's uh, putting in jeopardy. He couldn't. And get the,
2: less. the Greens that want to, want to shut down racing, they even say lift the pox poc- race to twenty percent, and then agree that the revenue should not go to the racing industry. Like that's t- just typical of their policy. They've got no idea how business start, uh, uh, works, and then they want to kill the golden goose where they're ripping and uh, reaping all the benefit from the tax that they're collecting on it. Like lower the taxes and grow the game. Like it's just infuriating. But I think we'll park it there. But a, a tiered right, just, system, DK's Nico, right.
4: N- Nico's a younger. It's like we're a bit older and we've seen the great times and, well, you know, and now we're sort of coming on a different era. I mean, what are, what are your thoughts, Nico? What do you see? Well, you
1: I just sort of like want to ask you boys what you think the, the impact on the punters will actually be. Like it will be just higher market percentages. Like are we are going to be betting into 130% markets all the time or sort of – Well,
4: I will. I mean, they've got they've – got, so where well, they got two till 2024 and they got like sportsbet got a big like very important quants pricing team like the the maths the um you know those very clever maths guys who create programs and things like that so they'll be straight into it and you know yeah, we're going to claw this back and there's a lot they will only make it subtle there that'll be might be 130 to 131 or it doesn't have to be big change but over a lot big turnover over the course of 12 months but you will there will be Oh, well, the punners will pay for it. Sportswear won't. They'll be trying to protect their margin for sure.
2: Mm, and they're already down, so their profits are down already. So there'll be just less incentive for customers across the boards. Uh, the promotional products will start to go away. Like, we I have no even, protection.
3: P- they have protection. They can change the rules. They can do whatever they want. Exactly. Punders have no protection.
2: So top fluck that used to be just an absolute given. Oh, warnable and all, all these that's like countries. Country Carnivals, that's mm. gone, so you can just get it at Metro only. If think, you're lucky. Yeah. No, best of the best, that's already gone. So then like you are Top instantly.
3: Pretty much Well, maybe the next thing to go, Country Provincial, and very hard to get already yeah. even. Um,
4: now selected uh, clients only.
3: Selected clients only. Exotics are finished. Betfair's finished except for, you know, Metropolitan Racing only. Last In the last two minutes. minutes. Yeah, other than that, it's finished and, and that's before we get to 10% Victoria everyone's kind of just been trying to battle through it, hoping that sanity is going to prevail. Um, mm,
2: it's not looking good. And you watch, I think a lot of these punters, like once they, oh, sorry, a lot of these bookmakers that have opened up, once the sugar hit goes from, I guess, the self-exclude customers, uh, they're all just, I think they'll be half, like they'll be half in the next couple of years and they'll just sort of slowly go out of business.
3: Well, no, they'll go when the, when the tax changes, when their threshold uh, ch- changes, moves, whatever it is, that's when they'll all.
4: Like Once against. they hit over a million
3: dollars. Yeah. So they just can't grow. So it's it's, it's a mute point, I mean, if really. If you're
4: trying to make a li- living out of it, Scoot, like at our age, right, you've got to be trying to win, you know, at least 100 grand a year, right? So to win 100 grand a year at 10%, you've got to turn over a million dollars. You know, how the hell are you going to turn over a million dollars when there's no prices?
3: No, no, DK, the, w- the game's never been better, mate. You can have, uh, you've got 50 bookmakers that you can back to win MBLs. It doesn't matter that one of them yeah. is $2.30 and the other one's $3 on the same horse or. Or if I get one more imbecile on Twitter say the name games never been stronger, oh, mate. Oh, that many times I've gone to put my head through the computer, it just drives me insane. That's crazy. I've got no idea what you're the, talking the, the, about
2: at the moment, and it's the Tabcorp as well. So I've got a marked account at Tabcorp. No big trumpet there, but I put $200 in, tried to back a horse to win $2,000 on the Warnable thing. Every bookie was up. Bang to win a thousand. Then Just to annoy me, uh, like 30 seconds later, oh, you can have like, to win another 500 and then another thousand later. So they've just annoyed the absolute shit out of me. And it could have been easier for me to get in the car and drive down to the local TRB and put the money on. Like it's just, yeah, and I'm and betting into a 130% market and the price yeah. is just there across the board everywhere. Like it's the whole game is just absolutely on a nice edge. And their only solution will be let's put Saturday night, Sunday night, more product up, and then it'll be probably to the detriment and safety of everyone in the industry. Jockeys, trainers, they'll just have to work harder. And then at the moment, Nico, you can see how well, I think we've had over 250 bets in our um, Little Birdie syndicate. I think we're about 15 units in front. It's like there's three blokes looking at races in four different states. We're winning. But how much work is going
4: into that? Just to work? try and
3: Oh, it's just no, crazy. No, I'm to find like, half a dozen bets a
4: week. I remember but Brendan, Brendan Abdullah's old man, Pete, was a bookie, and he gave me some advice when I asked him what about punting because he went from bookie to punting. And he said, he said, if you can't win two grand a week, do something else because of the work you gotta put in, you've got to be, you know, you gotta be all in, you gotta be balls in, you gotta do the long hours, you gotta be there, up early and, in the morning. What about got the week you knock off five
3: DK, then you gotta win, you know, like it's not it's it's not guaranteed to like is it, you know, it's never smooth sailing. I understand no, it's No, that's right, that's right. never smooth sailing.
4: No. But um the work, as Scoot was saying, the work you've got to put in, you know, like you know, I'm that's three a hundred grand a year, but you got you gotta do ten hour days. And you've got to work six days and a week. and stuff You've like actually got like.
3: to work more now because back, you know, before you could find bets earlier, things you could get set. You didn't really have to be across yes. it. Now you've got to be 130. Okay, well, I like this thing. It's three dollars. They don't get five or it could much. be evens come race time. So I've I've got to hang around. You know, like it's um, you've got to be a lot more attentive and switched on just to try and get on. You know, 20 percent of what you used to be able to get on. So it's a, uh, it's it's evolving and like it's not a cry for that. And I'm not even like it's just not punters that are I think are going to be cast from all this. It's not. It's the industry. Oh, industry. So... Um, and and the, the the most incredible thing is the powerful most powerful people in our industry are probably the breeders. And when it comes push comes to shove and the, and the drama you know all does come to a head, it's probably them that's going to go into bat for us. So it's kind of it's it's your Masaras and that that'll actually get policies changed because they'll be so scared that their stallion fees are going to come down exactly. off the back of prize money drops and we've got to hit rock bottom. Yeah, and, and and funnily they're the ones who will probably you know have or have far more influence than we can ever have. And um, you know whether they're punters or not.
2: Anyway, we're going to have a, a stream uh, next Saturday. So it might be a uh, good filler there. We could talk about this for absolutely hours. So um, we might get the take from the Wolf Den, see what uh, they think and how uh, they're reacting and what they're doing with uh, this news of POCTAC. And, the, the Poc-Tac, sorry, and then uh, we'll talk about it more on the stream. And anyone that's got questions, jump into the YouTube channel next Saturday. So it's SA Derby. And uh, Doom and 10,000 days. So it's going to be an absolute beauty. Me, DK, Walt, uh, Nico, Donnie, and Azza will all be uh, putting our best uh, bets in. And we're going to combine powers with uh, Wolf, Densiot, Kings, Richie, Dano, Dream Team, Matt, and the Fizzer. So it's going to be an absolute beauty. It'll start in the first race at Sydney. They always go, go off early, they can't help themselves They're half past 11 or 20 past 11. And so we'll punch through right until the last race at probably uh, Doom and or uh, Morfordville. That's usually how the calendar rolls. Quick one uh, The Comics Lounge, Melbourne Homes of Comedy in Errol Street in uh, North Melbourne. Make sure uh, you check them out. Big sponsor of the show. That's what we need, sponsors of the show. That's going to be a ripper today. Uh, is Don is good. Poor old Calipour got beat by uh, Serpentine, one of Gay's things. So it's a bit of an enigmatic galloper, but a uh, great steer from uh, your and Tim Clark. Machani Sniper was a bit stiff. Uh, just got nosed out by uh, Rich on another horse that uh, Donny loves. But uh, Kovalika, how good was he in the guineas? Got Oxford Cup Day. Uh, you tried to get off the show this week, uh, Walt. But uh, I did notice as soon as you said, Oh, I can't do the show, I did see it was well, gossip. Not that I it's thought, oh, to your a night
3: show you know, it makes it more difficult for <laughs> someone when they've got 17 meetings to cover and other things to do during the day. I'm not a night meeting man, but uh, no, we battle on. Yeah, gosset. it's awful. Gossip. Anyway,
2: there's so much product on the shelf at the moment.
3: Uh, Nico Sandown,
2: it looks okay. It looks a little bit easier, but still pretty tricky uh, compared to, say, something like the bull. But uh, you're going to have a look at the last two legs of the quaddie. As is back after his little bit of a stoush with uh, Loco and uh, Cezero. They both ran very well, but uh, got blairs. I think he's going to have a look at uh, the Sanster and Tobin bronze this week. Top Sport Steam is mixed bag. There's a few hard in the market here. Uh, so it's a, a little bit interesting. One looks a pretty good lay for mine. Make sure uh, you get an account with TopSport. I think that's what they need. They just need a tiered taxation system and uh, someone like TopSport and Betfair. Uh, it'd be just great if uh, you could rewind the clock and get them betting the margins that they used to, you know, two or three years ago. But at the moment, they're just strangled. But better still, support the little guy and uh, make sure uh, you head to TopSport because once they put their prices up, they uh, they bet minimum bet limits from the get-go so uh not many bookies do that but um, once their prices go up you can get on for a bigger bet so make sure you support top sport nico let's uh have a quick look at uh Sandown. race eight is the uh first one we're going to have a look at here and as usual i'm not ready i haven't uh, got the prices up but pinstripe's a favorite here at 310 from gunstock and then you got horses like uh alvedon which uh, has a fair bit of form coming through him the horse uh that you like here is a fifteen-dollar chance, uh, Maroney. Let's have a look at it. Last start in a group two over in uh, New Zealand, it's sort of back and wide in the green. Yeah, just
1: sort of blending into the race with the uh, the red cap. This is a a tricky little race. I think by this time of the day, we could be on a very wet track. So uh, this is probably why I've gone looking for him. Uh, he bumps into Brando on this occasion, who's no sort of slouch over in New Zealand. He's probably about this sort of level. Um, he's dropping back, um, in grade realistically. Um. You look sort of through this horse's career, he's been a horse who's come out to here to Australia before. He ran a really good race at uh, Rose Hill one day behind uh, Mount Popper and Polly Gray on a wet track. Ran some really good figures there. And um, he sort of mixed his form in New Zealand. He's raced, you know, in some of their bigger races. He started 26 bucks in Livermore Classic, which is like sort of like their Cox Plate, really. Um, I just thought coming over here, Forsman, obviously bring over a horse who's been looking for some wet ground he's going to find that on Saturday with some horses you know inside the market pinstripe goes Alan to Heffel um always seems to lay in these races I think that's probably a negative getting the apprentice jockey on Gunstock is going to be first up on a real wet track and then it's kind of like where do you look outside of them you know Alva Dunn and um flash feeling Al Rocco they're all coming through the benchmark races so I thought just for a horse who's shown a bit of talent um run some good figures here in australia before gets coffee gonna handle the wet track i thought you could definitely uh have a bit of a look at him at 14 um not necessarily saying he's a moral or anything but i think he could probably outperform his sp on a really tricky card um didn't really think there was much in saturday to be honest uh i thought he was probably one horse you could probably say he's going to handle the conditions no matter what they're going to be on saturday and uh from a pretty deadly camp. So I thought 14 bucks was probably uh, a little bit
4: of overs. I don't know, time to uh, have a look at that one, DK. The last time he rose was for the championships last year, wasn't it? Yep. And so. he started 340 in a JRA plate or something, or something like
1: that? Yeah, he's got a few uh, SPs and sort of figures here in Australia, you know, that would suggest he's, he's probably a bit better than um, sort of benchmark 100 on a Saturday. Yeah, he started... High in the market at Rose Hill, I think, or Randwick one day mm. when Damien Lane rode That's him. So yeah. He's obviously got some degree of talent. There's a few nice horses here, like Pinstripes. Who's, you know, we, we know what he is. But um, I think if we get the rain, if we get sort of 10, I think it's 10 or 15 predicted today or tomorrow. Oh, is it? And then 10 on race day, like, it'll be very wet. So they'll bring him
2: right into play. Hot little race, but uh, light your angle, uh, Hunting Valley. Walt,
3: anything? Nothing.
2: Beautiful. Race nine sandown. Our Adante is favourite here for 80 in from six. Uh, Danu Star five dollars. Stormbolt five fifty. dollars six fifty in from ten. Here's our Bonneville uh, ten into seven fifty. Blood Oath twelve dollars. Gunner Gunner twelve dollars. Fortunate Kiss fifteen, and then uh, better the rest. The replay we're going to have a look at here is uh, our Adante. Uh, Jerome Hunter colours here doing the chasing. Yeah, this was a bit of a. Uh just a one-horse affair. Really outback
1: action, went to the front, just kept kicking. Uh, Arredonte, I thought he was pretty brave in defeat. He's usually a horse who gets back in his races, but um showed some recent speed in his trials, and they rode him up on top of the speed here. Um His legs are just kind of spinning here, uh, but I thought he showed good fight to uh, hold off Miss Middle Park, to hold on for second here. Um, he will only improve out of that run, and that run was at Mornington, I think, was on a, a good four track. You look at his record on soft or heavy ground, he's unbeaten. So I think the the more rain that comes, the better for him just steps up to 1300 meters Stackhouse has got a really good record on the horse from Barry. 19 by this time of the day um he'll probably come in a few given there's a few emergencies and a few of these horses will come out he'll, he will be your favorite because Danu Stars running today at uh, warnable. um from that draw he might be able to just find the best ground late in the day and does look a horse who uh might potentially improve this campaign and the wet track will really suit him so I thought on a really tricky day, he's probably one horse you could say will probably ride up to near his best um, on Saturday. You'd probably rather 14 or 1500 for him than 13, but it'll probably be a slog. So uh, second up looks uh, not a bad little setup for him. Our Dante could definitely make a case for Passero, and he's our Bonneval. Um, just if they bring their best, Passero gets Mzar aboard, which is. Uh, He's comfortably the best jockey at the meeting. First
4: day back from holidays, must be. That be. Zara.
1: Yeah, so there's not many, you know, most of them are in South Australia or sort of um, you know, elsewhere up in Queensland and he's he's probably the the one real gun rider that stayed for the meeting. So I think he's a rider you definitely don't want to get uh, get under your guard there on Saturday and Pesiero was pretty unlucky first up. You could probably have something on him too if you wanted to have a saver, but uh, our Redonte looks looks the one there in race number 9. Really tough day at Sound Down, thought. Nearly couldn't find two bets on the card. I thought that New Zealand horse just kind of jumped off the page at me late just because it would be wet, but early looks extremely tricky.
4: What he what he has improved on that aerodonto is, bar- is his barrier getting out of the gates. Like, he mm-hmm. was a bit grubby out, wasn't he, first prep? And then uh, and then his jump outs this time, in said, oh, he's always beginning well, and then he began really well the other day. So that's definitely one area he has improved on, which is going to help him win a lot more races than when he was out the back a bit, first prep.
1: Yeah, I think he's just showing signs that he's getting better. So. That's always a good thing, isn't it, DK? Or on the improvement and uh, you know a horse who really likes a wet ground. You
4: were tipping the thing. You, did, oh, you were tipping the thing out of the yard, wasn't it? Outback action. Yeah,
1: yeah, we backed him out back. Action. action.
4: The thing is that he chased home hard, and there was a good apples to apples there. You're like it was a good go, wasn't it? Outback action one, obviously in the yard, but two, it, 20,
1: 26 into five. I think. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so that was that was the old. So you go have a look after that and say why. And it was the old apples to apples. I remember when he won his maiden there, and he went like a Learjet, bolted in, bolted in <laughs> twelve hundred meters, Mornington, straight to the front. One by six lengths. So I mean that the, the models—they just even might, might be way back. They just first thing they refer to go to the track and distance apples to apples.
2: There it is. P Moody did say that he had to uh, pay the school fees as well. So I don't think anyone missed in the Moody yard for uh, jumping on board that one. D K school fees. Yeah. Well,
1: now about so
4: them, I- the grandkids, his daughters are bloody in their mid twenties now. are play they playing AFLW or something? Yes. The, the daughters.
1: It sounds sound like you had a result there, so yep. Um yeah, he just b- bumped into one that was probably really
4: wonder I wonder where he's he, he still because he used to turn up. I remember Niagara. Remember Niagara. He's good horse Niagara. Mm. I remember when in the days when I was working at the track, and I had first started sale, and he would turn up in the betting room with cash. He'd put to to the mounting yard, settle the jockey up, and then come back with the cash and just fail, ask for a thousand with every bookie. You know, it was a group horse having its first day. No, being a group horse having its first start in May, and it pissed it. But that's what he used it, but he wouldn't be able to do that now, would he? No. So I wonder where he gets his coin on now. Cause he yeah. does like a bit when he's got an edge. He'd find a way. Uh race four, Nico. Uh, bless her.
2: Ready to win. Back to a th- back to a thousand metres. Yeah, probably. Uh she'll like the wet ground.
1: Um, it looks a few ticks for her. Unflinching, the favourite is it gonna be a real uh sort of ru- worry in the track uh conditions. If it does get very wet, he has no exposure to wet tracks. So you'd think he uh he might be easy enough to take on and yeah, she looks one that could improve back onto that sort of surface but um yeah not a whole lot of confidence early in the day to be honest
3: hmm.
2: i thought her run behind uh sacred palace and el salto and then jigsaw was probably good enough to be in the finish there especially if it's uh testing anyway let's push forward uh nico final word uh from the yard make sure you already support his uh telegram service three to five minutes before the race you get his late mail 25 bucks a week, so you get uh, Wednesdays and Saturday metros with the uh, public holiday bonuses in there also. Nico is a uh, big punning form uh, disciple, so puntingform.com.au. They're uh, the database that we use for our well, pre- and post-race. Uh, it enables me to uh, bet any track in Australia, Singapore, or a Hong Kong. Great blokes at punting form. Make sure uh, you uh, drop them a line if it's all looking like Chinese to you, and they'll uh, step you through uh, some pointers on how to get started. So make sure you get a sub and uh, take your game to the next level. We've got a back, which is... Uh, which is great because we loved his debut, or well, not a debut, but it was just a welcome back episode. He's reborn. Rebo- yeah, rebirth. Rebirth. <laughs> rebirth. <laughs> but uh, it was great he uh, going head-to-head with the boys. Who actually finished uh, first past the post? No one. Loco win. and Cezero. Both- oh, you both got to win. you got to win. got to win. All bets off. If, yeah, all yeah, bets oh, off. okay. Not first past the post. They both, they both back
4: ran exactly how we all predicted them, like as it was really keen on Cezira and Froggy rode it sensational as the fit horse and Loco couldn't have done much more. And Nico, I heard you did mention the winner. Yeah, Nico through, through it it Red Sun Sensation. I yeah, hope because yes. it had you know the Gringotts got the grouse Gringotts form. He's out the same race. Yeah, he's gone for mm, a break. But, Gringotts. I asked Ozzy on the weekend. I said, "Where's that Gringotts?" He said, oh, send them "All sent them all for a break." So back for the spring. TK, you think you think you think Froggy rose to zero? Well, yeah, yeah. He had to ride each because he had a he had a horse fourth start in a race, the favourite first start of two thousand. So I've got to make it feel the trip. So Froggy got going. He's took back seventh up back from 2400. Mate, mate, mate. Have you seen the near merch that I've got on for this week? See That's you next Tuesday, Frog. That's what I think <laughs> <out> of that
0: <laughs> That's what I think of that ride, oh. mate. It oh, was no, one of, it, he, one of the Williams. all-time slaughters you've no. ever seen. No. Loco was over racing 200 metres into the race with Blinkers on. It was cast. He can't see that. It was behind him. 800 metres out, he accelerates, sits OSL, puts the brakes on, and then comes around the turn like his wings looking for Harkle behind him. What's he doing <laughs> looking around?
4: Yeah, I know. I thought he had wings under him. What a joker. Mate, Froggy knew it, please. Uh, like, oh, no, uh, Craig Williams said, geezy froggy. He rode it good, but uh, oh gave yeah, me yeah, something it. to chase. Yeah, Craig Williams said he rode it. Good, that's right. Absolute slaughter. Anyway, none of those horses will be winning the Derby. Well, oh, he has a, He has it. He has a merch. He has a merch. Scoot. He has Let's a merch there, but guys, <laughs> there's a the problem. That's can what you? he can do. More <laughs> your last <laughs> sense <sentence laughs> to
2: zero. Absolute <laughs> quarters. Can you send me one that says uh, with uh just just Carleen instead? That'll be on the oh, I just not on the her. little
0: birdie website and explain that t shirt if anyone
4: wants one. But froggy Slaughters.
2: We'll do we'll do a couple of uh couple lines too. I might need a John Allen one after Cardi and Queen oh, during well, the week. No as one well. ever write
4: more winners maybe C. Gaudry. C. Gaudry's written the most winners for the month of April. Jay Allen and C. Heffler right behind and Scoot wants to can't can't catch either of them.
2: Well when Dee Perez is outriding you at Warnable Perez, DK, I would I would have thought.
3: D-Perez is just like-
2: uh, He's just gone straight back to the fence. It's James the no- Donald
3: D-Perez, Hugh Bowman, made the top three in Australia, so settled in He's our oh, man today, D-Perez. We need him to get a result. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so. Have you never watched a race in Tasmania?
1: Yep, so I only see him a chance, but we're on the First accused or something, is
4: it? Oh, executive? Yep. Exec- oh, right,
2: okay. Bit of a roughy.
1: Opinions, we love him. This is as
2: a segment, everyone's it's
1: sort of nice, just taken smile, over smile,
2: not
0: better, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Nico and D.K. will come out of the top of me again this week. And- yeah,
4: all right. Yeah, what do you got? Ripe ripe I'm ready. They're I'm ready. All right, let's do this next
2: See, Just as a side note, just to make the show a four-hour episode, Steve Williams rode pretty well last week at
3: Adelaide, I thought. Yeah, a
2: couple I did watch a race gems. in Adelaide, so I couldn't help you. No, you just don't. You're a loser. Yeah, Race 7. Bellini Petit is a favourite, $4. B-Mellon, Ma Eustace, four eighty to 4 Passive Aggressive, 4 dollars $6. Marabi, $10. In the Wilderness, a bit that horse. September Run, $10. Espiona, 11 Ruthless Dame, $14. Chain of Lightning, big-time Wilderness This Horse, $19. Rockin' Horse, uh, $26. Literary Magnate, $26. I'm loving you, $26. Impressive last-start winner. Serades, $31. And another award, $41. Diamonds, $101. Wow, Outside uh, the first two on the market, this, uh, this is a great little addition uh, of the Sangster. Replay we're going to have a look at, just because we like replays, is Bella Nipatina coming home in the quokka. That right out the back here and the white cap just inside of Amelia's Jewel, uh, wearing a
0: slot holder's covers here, uh, just angling out to get a run. Uh, rifles home down the middle of the straight uh, with Amelia's Jewel. I wonder what price Amelia's Jewel would be in this race. Um thought this was a really good run, but it's typical Bella Nipatina. Obviously, she's regularly in the finish and her strike rate's, you know, sort of six from 37, but uh, extraordinary to the five-year-old there. But um, right, this probably a deserved fine. Uh, I think this race, um, is it's obviously very even. The, the two main keys are the weather forecast. So they're predicting 10 mils Friday and some showers on, on Saturday. So that's the first first thing, and I've basically done this on a soft seven. The second thing is, the second key to this race is Mirabi. Um, if Marabi, and, and with Ma Eustace having three runners in this race, if Mirabi takes on passive, ag- passive aggressive, um, and they go like the Clappers in front, uh, I think it's going to set it on for a, for a run on horse. Um, if passive aggressive gets a, a, a relatively easy lead and can angle off the fence into the straight. Um, she's going to be the one to beat. I'm going with the the uh, the view that it'll be a soft seven, which will suit Bella Nipotina and the speed will be really quick with Mirabi and even Serendes pushing up outside passive-aggressive and it being a, a very fast-run race as opposed to last year when snap-dance had dictated. Um, on that, um, with Bella Nipitina, I, I sort of had it marked about $5, dollars five fifty. I was a bit surprised to say it at $4, but I still think it's a bet. When you go through her form, um, firstly, I'm... Um, on anything on uh, six, seven, or eight. Um, it's just absolutely outstanding in, in Group 1 races. Um, and secondly, when, against mares; she's pretty much unbeaten, except for the same to last year, where I thought she was really credible off a slow speed. Um, Melon's just got to get her out the gates here and make sure she's not last. And I think uh, on a wet truck, she's top pick. Uh, the other one that I want to be on in this race at 16 dollars is Ruthless Dane. Uh, that's second uh, in the... Uh, in the surround behind Sunshine in Paris. is a very high rated race there. Um, crossing the line together with Zuguachi in secret, Sunshine in Paris and her. Um, and others, I wouldn't even say another stride, it's another one centimeter. She wins this. She's a Group One winner here. Um, she then went to the Coolmore, where the Princess Jenny race, let's just call that, or the Reggie Bayless race. Um, I thought she was still good there. She kept coming um, 1500, really fast beat, probably not her go. Freshen up for Kieran here, a nice little jump out in between. I thought if the if the speed was on, um, and she runs up to that surround rating, she's riding this at a price, and I'll chop out past it aggressive because I love her and uh, I don't want to lose on her if she does win. Open um, race, yeah, you could put Zapata, SPO, in, I'm loving you in the clotty. Um, but I'll be backing Bella
1: Nipatina on Raceless Dame.
2: this is an absolute beauty. Uh, Nico, do you want to go first? Uh, have you had a time to look at this this race? Everyone's been a bit under the pump this week with the bull. but
1: Oh, I had a brief look at it. I thought uh, if the track is playing sort of down the middle and they go real quick early, I thought Espiona had to be a chance. Uh, getting back from 1,500 metres, uh, got a big turn of foot. Recent trial was pretty hot uh, where she just sort of sat behind the speed and hit the line strongly. So I thought she might be one for sort of your exotics if you're looking to play that way. But uh, no, there's a few of them. They're, you know, Marabi passive-aggressive, Balanipa If they bring their best, they're probably, um, you know, proper group one horses. It's just sort of where a few of them are at off their recent runs. So, yeah, I thought uh, Espiona's the real mare in form. Um, Hitting somewhere near her best, and her best is very good. So she's probably the one for me.
2: Uh, if it's a soft seven, she can't win. Walt?
3: No, I agree with uh, Nico. It's the only horse I could possibly back. But it, it needs run on, drawn perfect to needs sort of dry get a three-wide run. Huh? Needs dry. Is it dry? I don't know. I don't no, know. Well, do, that, as I said, look. it was a soft seven. If it's look, three days out, mate.
2: Well, he just said he's going to be 10-mill rain.
3: He, he doesn't know. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> look at if I've, I've ever seen you – know, The last bloke I should be saying, look at
0: him.
2: Look at (laughs)
3: him! He's got a hat on. Looks like he's about to dead set take out bloody uh,
4: Quickie Mart after
3: this.
2: DK Group One. DK, you're the man that uh, nails all the the Group Ones lately. No, I'll
4: I'll, fillies and mares. Thirty-seven start. Five-year-old mares. and I think I'll um, pass. Three-year-olds and not one more. My go. Giga Kick and Loco and these sort of horses. So no, I'll I'm I'm sorry.
2: The horse that I think is the Ruffy that you guys haven't mentioned. Oh, there's two ruffies I think that are worth uh, a closer look, especially if it's going to be a wet track. Is Serades is one, but I'm probably a
4: little bit more horned up for um, get the quad- quaddy numbers now.
2: Yeah, exactly. Cody numbers good. It, 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 It's a, field. It is a quaddie, It's a quaddy leg. Uh, Literary Magnate is a horse that absolutely is a bomb fresh horse. Uh loves the wet deck, and this horse has got a massive turn of foot. And if it is a testing twelve hundred and they go too quick, this thing will absolutely launch late. I'm telling you. Literary magnate is probably one that you don't want to leave out of your quarter at twenty six dollars, it'll run second. And I'll um I'll be cactus again. Not
3: I'm knocking back. it, not knocking it.
2: All right, I think, think we can push forward. Everyone everyone said their piece. Yep. Let's have a look, let's have See a look you. at. T- See you, is that- Oh, <laughs> oh,
3: no, he's oh, got oh, one more race. He's got one more oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. At least everyone's laughing now. I was listening to it for 10 minutes. Everyone thought the world was going to end fair.
3: Oh, talking about taxes. Just keep punting, bullets. I, I nearly cried and everyone thinks it was because of the taxes because I could see your head on the screen at the same time. <laughs>
4: We're only going to... Game's fine. Game's fine. Is it, As it, Game's fine. Just keep betting because it doesn't matter?
3: Just keep punting. Just back more go.
4: winners, DK. Oh, yeah. Back more winners. Right, yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's He's one just one got to pick the eyes out. Oh, that's them. a they problem.
2: Kill we me. want to bet more and we're just having to bet less often. So that's why we're angry, at I turn
4: a low margin. There's big... big um, yeah. No, no
2: future in that. Anyway, Morpheville Race 8 Tobin Bronze, uh, sponsored by uh, Topsport there, by the look of it. They're doing well. It's, uh, she Dances favorite, $3.20. Wee Nessie five fifty, Royal Merchant six fifty, shuffle dancer, eight dollars, seven veils, eleven into nine fifty, Renault so is ten dollars, little miss QB seventeen, and uh, you can get better the rest. First one we're gonna have a look at here is She Dances at uh, Sandown, making all out in front. Yeah, look, this is a restricted
0: Vibus race, but um God, she was impressive. Uh, One by six, only beat horses like Private Jumbo and Tanto. Um, but the time on the day was was outstanding. Ran half a second quicker than uh, the open gold sprint. One by Dejumbuck, Jumbuck. Second and that was Outlaw's Revenge, who won the Wongu yesterday. Um, a lot faster than the two-year-old. She's all shenanigans, but you'd expect that. Um, loved the way she she ran through the line there. Um, had Back Me Next Start in the group race written all over it. Um, I think the key to this horse is is control. Uh, whenever she's she's had control, she's pretty much dominated her races. and to me on the map here, um, she really does seem to get uh, control with Linda on board. So um for me, clear top pick four dollars around, but I think that's a great deal. I see her starting about two dollars eighty. Yeah, the other one I want to back in the race at, at around twelve dollars is seven veils. I'm um, in the glime here, about eight wide outside that McAvoy horse in the white cap. Um, this was first up, X-Man, Mark Newnham horse. Uh, first up for Kieran. Uh, Running a slipper, won a Riesling on a heavy 10. So, wet's going to be okay. Uh, again, was wide draw, snagged back, came really wide on the turn, and just kept coming here behind on. Loving it, just kept coming through the line. I really like this run. I uh, think she's going to improve out of sight from that. Doesn't need to be as far back. And I think at $12, uh, she's another great each wet. So, it. the usual play for me on the two-bet strategy in these races. Uh, I'll be backing seven bales each way at the 12s and I'm on the sheet Dances at $3.80 um, against all the Colts. I thought the only possible other winning chance is when Nessie. Drawn one gets back, fifth start in the pret, but did win fifth start in its pret. Last pret, so that's probably not a huge negative. Could see why someone would make a case for it just getting beat by off-cabin last start in the arrow field. Um, but really like this race, um, she's Dances from Seven vales.
2: I love your two bet strategy there, uh, Azza, but if it gets to the soft seven range instead of the dead ground, I think that might take the edge off seven vales. I think she wants dead or a good rated surface. Nico? Yeah, she was a good
1: run first up. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I was a bit great up in that race. I kind of went around in circles a bit. I don't know if that she dances. She ran a huge figure. She didn't beat much. Uh, I just don't know if that's a real reflection of her form. Like the run prior was probably pretty good behind. She crossed, she got beat by Renosu, the run prior, who's $10 and she's three. So, um, I feel like that could be a little bit of an outlier she's very consistent but i would be surprised if she won the Euclase by five but um and she's about the same price as what she was the other day so yeah seven valves looks looks a bit of the setup horse if um you can get get down the middle and hit the line strong that's probably her go
2: Walty,
3: oh, I think seven valves the best horse in the race um whether that's her race or not i'm probably like that race driving was good i just not not across him well enough but I, I would be very happy to take twelve dollars in. Seven Vales in just about any race that's been running Morfordville's history. So uh I think he's a pretty good horse.
2: We Nessie's got the Afgabin, Lady Laguna form, Dashing Legend, ha- on the heavy they track got and hango- They're gonna be
3: hangovers, haven't they? Like they're all half beaten up. Um mm. 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 I think I think as found the right roughy.
2: Beautiful. Seven Vales. So sort of yeah, we're sort of half cheering, not not absolutely bucketing down rain, I think. For a couple of those tips that we've we've mentioned. See what happens.
3: We control what we can control. Nick.
2: Can't control the weather. Can't control po- tax. So what are we talking can't about? Can't control Azza. There hey? are
3: three things you can't control.
2: I thought he's been brewing it again. We can't control me. And I will tell you, we have got, for our
0: stream next week, an absolute moral in the SA Derby. Oh, I love that. Going out. week out, Seeing all the... He's going to join the Loco bandwagon. I can just
2: say.
0: Hey, you, can back, you can back Loco with me as much as you want, DK. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh just get the uh the John Allen merch line ready if he slaughters seven veils. Thanks, uh Azzer. Pleasure, Love boys. Love Thanks for having me. Good on here. you. Guys. We'll see you a couple of times next week. Can't wait. Look forward to it. See you guys. Just keep punning. We're trying our heart out. Uh Gosford Walt. Have you uh have you checked <laughs> have you checked the weather
3: forecast? Yeah, no rain. Is no it? rain. True rail, uh, they probably still will get off the fence, but um, the drier it is, the more likely the fence will be okay. But uh, I think it's a soft five at the moment. You'd expect it. it's not it's like super drying weather, is it? Uh, but there's no rain predicted, so hopefully that is uh, true. Because it's, <laughs> I think what we last week there was there was nothing predicted at this stage, and we ended up nearly getting the races called off. So. Hopefully that doesn't happen again.
2: Uh, Let's have a look at uh, the takeover target stakes. Race seven, think about it. Uh, Looks like a sticky draw at Gosford 13, $3.40 favorite. Clemenso 440, Shades of Rose $6. And uh, Fashion Legend 750, Bacchanalia is 950, Fox Fighter 13, Blondo 17, and Zethus is 18. That rounds out the chances. And we'll have a look at the replay now of uh, Clemenso last uh, start. Well,
3: sorry, I'm just going to get the field up. Uh, yeah, so Clemento just was wide and working for most of the race here, which is I don't think suits this horse absolutely ideally. And what I liked was that he sort of stuck his head out and kept coming, which is to me a great sign that a horse is in form when he's not getting things as he likes and, and can still continue to find the line, which is exactly what happened here. The only little query is this was uh, six weeks ago, 42 days, so and was scratched once, but um, did hear... And they're not the most reliable humans on earth. Uh, The Hawks camp on the radio this morning, saying that you know no setback, just save for this race, which to me doesn't make sense. But he said you know fit, flying, no no issues, and it's uh, you take that on face value, um, which is all you can do. Uh, I think he's well set up for this race.
2: Yeah, it's Danny, and then uh, fashion legend last time. Oh, this is his trial actually.
3: Yeah, so twelve hundred meter trial. To me, these are pretty poxed um, as a rule, uh, 1200 metre trials are, are very average sort of uh, form lines, if you if that's what you want to take them as, but um, to me, at least the horse has been given this run to have it fit for a race like this first up, which I think is important, coming off a, a shortish break, sort of ran in the uh, Gold Coaster uh, not, not that Guineas. long ago, two trials since, and sort of there wasn't busted up, so... Uh, gate one for him makes him him very dangerous in, in this race. I think just because he gets that that soft run, which is probably what he needs to to tackle this class and distance first up. But um, the reason why I like him is more about the the main the main other chances in the race are, are really poorly set up. I think like thinking about it, obviously a very talented horse back to sort of twelve hundred, which is probably where he's most vulnerable. Twelve gate around Gosford not a rider, that he has gone forward on this horse in the past, but I don't think he's capable of doing that here. If he somehow follows shades of rows across and, and the face and slots in the 1-1, you know, you may you may be um, holding on to your backside, but uh, he, he should be sort of four or five pairs back and coming wide at Gosford, which is definitely not easy to do, especially when this is probably not a target race for this horse. You, you expect it to go to Brisbane and, and be more worried about being intact for uh, much bigger assignments. And you've got Shades of Rose who, you know, first and second up was just fair, probably um, had excuses, then went to uh, the Quokka. And so it's travelled to the mm. Quokka, sat third the fence there again, went okay for a race of this nature, but now has to travel back 10 gate, looks like it's going to work, uh, either come across with the face and sort of take a sit or doesn't really matter. It's going to be working. And to me, it's not a real, like I love Aaron Bullock as much as anyone, but it's not a real horse. That, it's that gonna suits suit him, him. early. He's, I think the horse needs to be jammed out early and sort of put into the race, and he's born owned to sort of uh, box seat him. So uh, I thought that the the race was up for grabs. Clemenceau so could sit sort of fourth, fifth fashion legend in a similar spot on the inside, and and both of them should be full of running. And the horse that you don't want to get under your guard and is not well set up, is Fox Fighter again. Uh if it gets the dry track that it needs $12. Very easy to make sure it doesn't go around a loser. I, I couldn't back it with confidence, but I don't want it to be beating me because uh, if it gets the – with these horses all drawn wide, if it sorts of ends up three back, three out mm. with cover. Can it, go bang. It, it's the one that could go bang, and I could see it beating out home. Think about it um, if they had similar runs, to be honest, just because he's got a, a really serious turn of foot uh, fox fighter. So, yeah, just betting around the favorites is the is the main reason for betting into this race.
2: Classic uh, JW play here, and I think he's absolutely nailed it. Love uh, fashion legend as a horse. Big upward spiral last time and knocked over a pretty smart horse in Queensland called Yellow Brick who also resumes, and you can tie that form in around uh, Alpine Edge that uh, yellow brick made it look pretty average, and it's come out and won the big uh, slot race up at Rocky, poked along the inside fence, and i tell you what, it, it was pretty average the uh, the start before that Alpine Edge, but you know, I think the Edmunds Yard can spike a horse as, um, as good as anyone. So I think uh, Walt is all over it there. Let's have a quick look at the market only for the Gosford uh, Cup. i just do this to annoy J-Dubs. Uh, Dye Mills' favourite here, for dollars 80 uh, Navajo Peak, $5.00. Lord Ardmore, $6.00. Quality time, seven fifty. dollars Desert Icon, 9 Iowa, Nine dollars, lines Raw 11, Boise de Argent 12, and then you got Mount Popper 26 and uh, Bear the rest. Anything, uh, I thought the win
3: was just incredible the other day, just Huge. coming. I, another horse that I think I've always had as a, a 1 1 pull out and sprint for 400 meters, and and for he showed that he's sort of more than that last start. Gate one here, any luck at all? Uh, bit weird, Schiller with 60 and a half from this stable, so maybe it's a little bit of an afterthought. I know it was up in up in Brisbane as well, I think it must have drawn poorly up there. Always scary. You've got the thirty-seven-waller runners. Um, I think quality times probably the most scary, but it's drawn pretty poorly. So I'd be happy to go with, with I think five dollars or whatever it is, roughly um, for dimes, acceptable. Yeah, I think it'll run really well.
2: Mm, I, was, uh, I, was, I was thinking along the same lines. I was wrapped uh, to see it in at Gosford. All right, if you want more of Johnny's stuff, make sure you check out racingwatch.com.au. Jump in the, the Discord channel if you're a lunatic, but uh, just get the, the Telegram uh, channel if uh, you want less noise. All right, we're going to have a quick look at Donny's Best for this week. It's Sunshine Coast, Hollandale Stakes, up there with the track runners on at the Goldie. G'day, boys. Hope you've had a
5: good carnival at Warrnambool. Looks an awesome betting event down there. Can't wait to get there one day. Kilt Club was on as well. So two great meetings um, on a Thursday. You can't ask for much more than that. Um, going to the best bets this weekend. Sunny Coast looks a really open program. I'm shopping wine for value, which uh, I don't like doing too much. I'd rather find tomorrow, more, but... There's none that sticks out. So the best bet comes up in race three at Sunny Coast on Saturday. It's called Miss Muller. It's fifth emergency. Unlikely to get a run. But if it does, it's $26 each way. Have the lot of on that. It. It One and two in a row in New Zealand. Then race in a group two. Missed the start. Flew home it since changed stables to Gate, Waterhouse, Tim Clark on. Two Charles have been excellent. Wide draw suits. Hopefully a can roll forward. You'll be in the finish. I think it's a massive price. Miss Muller up race three if it gets a run. And race six in the Gold Coast guineas, lubrication, it's $18. They chased a couple of good ones in Swiss Exile and Lady Lagoon, the last start. It goes from Ashley Morgan, the jockey, to Nashville, we love. it's to country battler, the, one of the premier jockeys in Australia. Barry three, should sit close up. It's got a powerful finish, $18 each way. Looks a nice gamble to me. So my two best this week, definitely outside the market at Sunny Coast. Race three, Miss Muller, each way, 26s. Race six lubrication each way
2: at $18. Good luck. Donnie might have found uh, Gay's uh, Queensland uh, Oaks horse. Uh, will it be ready on Saturday? Which one? Miss Muller. Oh, no problem. Mm. Cards close to chest there.
3: Uh, the, the, the initial price they put up was just absolutely 60s. insane. This is a very, 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 very good horse.
2: Whoa. Hopefully, he gets a start. Yes. Renaissance woman, Madame Odette, both uh, look good. And Street Gossip was a good winner last start. And she's poor old Wolverine just getting dizzy going around in circles there. And the other interesting one, I see he's taking on uh, Yellow Brick and he's uh, looking for value there. Just a tricky one with a couple of these horses at the moment. Uh, looking to bump their ratings points up. And then a couple of them are Stradbroke Brown. You just don't know uh, where their uh, grand finals are at Queensland. So if you like a couple of these horses up on the Sunshine Coast on the weekend, horses like Yellow Brick, just keep a really good eye. Look on the market. I think the betting will tell the story. Yellow Brick's against uh, Lady Laguna, Fashion Legend. It's got the dual nomination there. And then horses like Spacewalk, Bunker Hut, Swiss Exile, and End Assembly, and Russian Conquest, and Lubrication, obviously, is there also. We'll keep uh, kicking along and have a quick look at the Top Sports Steamers. And uh, this could be Donnie's bet, the first one. Bit, bit of grim results, I guess, if you're following these and betting off them blindly. Uh, we're trying to steer you in the right direction here with the steam. But Sunshine Coast Race 3, number 21, Miss Muller, $226. That's Donnie's bet. It has to be.
3: That's you, a- it, 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 absolutely. Hey? It just, Absolutely,
2: I can't be anyone else to tips on the show and have betting to win five thousand. He's just giving himself up completely there, so he's missed the sixties. He'll be sweating on eh? the
3: scratchings for three days. Yeah, yeah. now it's into eighteen dollars. Donny be sort of bloke. he be like sixties. I oh, just, you know, going to have two hundred dollars, four hundred <laughs> on instead. Like he'd just be the, he'd just back it to the same anyway.
2: <laughs> I love that. More of race four. Number uh, three is General Bow, $4.40. Bit of a problem here because Taunting is going to come out, so the $2.90 uh, favourite here is going to get scratched. It was at the bull. Looking at this race and the horse at Taunting is, I'm shocked that Michael Hickmont um, didn't leave him at home for the uh, McKay Stakes. I didn't know prior, but I thought he was going to be a risk in the Wongum. Um But uh, General Bow's not really one of mine. Is he one of yours, Nico? No, not one of mine.
1: Uh bet. Beat my boyfriend one day, Animo, when move on. So, uh, no, definitely not one of mine.
3: <laughs> that horse <all speed>, beat Animo.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Holy cow.
2: That is a race, as Walt says. Nothing can win that race. This, geez, I'm going to have on. to have a look at that race because there'll be something out of the market there. I just that's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't take. I couldn't back General Bowe's stolen money at that price. Sunshine Coast race two, Al Abia. Yeah, 2500 at 330. Uh, that one uh, might go close. I haven't had a good look at that one. But,
4: James um, McDonald, Chris Wallace. Is that that Wallace? That's mm. that staying thing? The Preble yes. the, bash, Pe- the Got
3: beat by Calipor day, the other day. Right? Yep.
4: Yeah.
2: <coughs> Bit of a number. Mm. It's got the Calipor form, which you can tie into uh, Serpentine. Feels
3: like some J Mac tax applied to that, price.
2: Mm it's an interesting win. It was uh, big odds, I think, its first uh, oh, no, wrong horse I'm thinking about there. But um, interesting bet they're now into 290 at Top Sport. And uh, Alvedon's the next one, uh, Sandin Race 8, number 10, Alvedon 700 at 650. So we've already uh, spoken about that race. I think uh, nothing more to add there, Nico? No, nothing to add beautiful all right we've got through the show it's an epic it always uh becomes an epic when we've got uh, some hot topics at the start of the show but uh make sure importantly um you check out the uh the stream so buy in so it'll be a combination of everyone's intelligence next saturday we'll open up the stream bank so shares between 50 and a thousand there'll be no limits apart from that so we'll um, hopefully build a big bank and we'll uh, take top to the cleaners and the best thing is i tell you what, it was, I think it's been better because the last couple of days, I think maybe be break-even or have a nose in front uh, over the last couple of days. It's been tough going at the bull. And if uh, as has got a moral in the derby, uh, much I think we've pulled the right rein here and done the stream on the right day.
3: It's not a cult. I mean, it can't be a cult. He's not happy with the cults, the big fellow. He's not happy with the cults and geldings. It must be a filly.
2: Wow. Found the moral.
3: Anyway, DK,
2: thanks. And uh, Nico, thanks for your work. And, thanks, boys. Um, well. we'll see you next week. See you next week. Well done, done, Woody. DK gets the prize, hundred one. Can't believe it.